Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to all of you, whether you are listening to us on wherever you get your podcast downloads or listening to us on our you or watching us on our YouTube channel. This is Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. I'm Paul, and I'm with certified financial planner William on the other side of the screen. And today we want to talk about something that's uh, based on a webinar that we put on oh, a month and a half ago. And William, you want to talk about this from Dr. Daniel Crosby, psychologist and behavioral finance uh, expert. And yeah. it's called the 10 surefire ways to ruin your retirement. And will you want to talk a little bit about uh, the 10 webinar? surefire ways to ruin your financial yeah. future. Like you said, Paul, this is a webinar that Dr. Crosby put on for us about a month, month and a half ago. First of all, if anyone missed that webinar and is interested in viewing it, send us an email to info at westendwealth.com. We can yeah. send you a, full, a link to the full webinar. Highly recommend it for everyone. It was really informative, really interesting stuff. And also check out Dr. Crosby's book if you're interested, The Laws of Wealth, New York Times bestselling author. R really, really good book. Highly recommend for any investors out there. This is going to be a two-part episode. Yeah, two uh, parts. So today we're going to cover the first five surefire ways to ruin your financial future. And then next week, come back and check us out for part two. We'll, we'll go over the remaining five. Okay. I just want to mention also, when we first announced the webinar with Dr. Crosby, you know, you and I, we've been in the business for a long time, especially me. And I thought, okay, it's it's stuff that I've, you know, I've heard before lots of times. But actually, there was a different way of presenting it, different perspective. It's a good presentation. Again, if you want to get a link to that, just email us at info at westendwealth.com. So let's get going, William. And again, you know, it's interesting. We talk to people all the time. And by the way, we have seen everyone succumb to all of these surefire ways to ruin your financial future. Because we run humans, we run on emotion. We make our decisions to a great extent emotionally. We don't exactly. do it to buy spreadsheets. Now, that's where a lot of people got it wrong. And we, we so, covered that as well on a previous episode, yeah. many of the investor biases that people succumb to. So again, if you missed that episode, go back and check it out. That was a really good episode. Yeah. The other thing too, what's interesting is that all of these, again, we've seen before, but the more you hear them, I know both of us are, are well read on these things and we tend to read right well the same things in a different format. But every time you read and go over something, it, I find it clicks a little bit more in my brain. Yeah. And that's key to individuals helping make better decisions in the future. So why don't we, why don't we get right to the first one here? And that is ignoring the impacts of your behavior, which is what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Crosby told us um, or shared an interesting stat that over the last yeah. 20 years, 
the market has returned about 8.25% on average, but the average investor has earned just over 4% due to poor um, investment behavior succumbing to those biases that we talk about so often. Yeah, and it's interesting because I've seen, I've heard so many different statistical analysis of this, and every single one is the same, that the average investor earns less than the investments that they actually own. Now, you know, I've asked uh, clients and people this, and why do you think that's the case? And they say things like, oh, it's probably the fees or whatever, and that, that has nothing to do with it. Like you said, well, simply people do the wrong things. What do we do? We, we hear things all over the place. You hear about, oh, the Fed's making a decision on interest rates, the war in the Ukraine, interest rates, or whatever media shrill is talking the loudest and most confident, whatever the, the excuse du jour is. And people, what do they do? They do things like keep money on the sidelines at lower points in the market. I mean, we talked to clients earlier this year, right? In January, right after last year was a rotten year. We had clients that had money on the side. There's rarely two years in a row where markets go down. Holding money on the side. Sure enough, the first four months of the year were very, very, uh, investors invested the first four months of the year, did extremely well. The people that succumb to their own behavior, it costs them money. So that's the first thing. That's uh, a good, uh, good way to tie into the second surefire way to ruin your financial future, which is just to go, just trust your gut. As Dr. Crosby says, which is don't make investment decisions based on a systematic rules-based approach. Just kind of go at it. Do do whatever you feel like at the time. Yeah. Now, interesting. Statistically, 94% of the time, following the rules works better than following your gut. 94%. That's a pretty darn good odds for for following the rules rather exactly. than following your gut. You know what? You know why, of course, as Dr. Crosby says. The rules are boring. Your gut's a lot more interesting. Boring works. Boring a, a good, a good works. way to relate that, Paul, is when you're talking about some people nervous last year with money on the side. Yeah. If they'd followed uh, dollar cost averaging, for example, which is just automatically putting in a certain amount of money every month, they would have been buying at all those market lows. They would have made sure their cash was getting invested instead of sitting on yeah. the side and not doing much for them. Instead, they were going by their gut. They were saying, oh, I don't know what's going to happen next year. Last year was a very bad year. And so that, that's one of the classic examples of, of the harms this can do. Yeah, it's interesting. I find with our clientele anyway, they're getting better. They're getting better at this. We do have a number of clients who say things like, I'm not concerned about the market. I'm putting my money in every month. I know I'm going to do fine. Yeah. But there's still a good chunk of people they hear something and they make the wrong financial decision. So number three of the 10 surefire ways to ruin your financial future is live for right now. And of course, you know, Dr. Crosby talks about how the worst ever 25 year return in the market is 5.9% annually annualized. Um, as we talked before, right? Investing is boring the way it's done properly. Um, and just sitting on your money. Well, here, here's a great example. Remember the uh, study done by one of the big investment firms, Fidelity? I think we talked about that, William. The one where they... Yeah, Fidelity that's right. I mean, 
I think that more relates to the next one, Paul. In terms of living for right now, you're right, Paul. You, you mentioned this fidelity study that, that you referenced. It, it took place a while ago, and what it found was that the best performing accounts they had on books were those of account holders were either who were either dead or forgot that they held an account. In other words, they just sat on it. And actually, this happened to me too a couple of decades ago. I had some money somewhere, and I just forgot about it. And years later, I go, "Wow, this did really well. I got a lot more money in this account than when I started." It's not easy to do, by the way, because we are emotional human beings. Set your account up right. We're going to talk more about that. And if it's set up right, the more transactions you do in the account, statistically, will mean you're going to be worse off. That's no. right. The, the more often you basically, the more often you check your account, the more likely you'll get emotional and make a decision you'll regret later on based on emotions at that time. Yeah. And actually, that's going into number four of the 10 reasons how to best ruin your financial future. And that is do as much as possible. How many times, William, have we heard this? Just we hear it all the time, whether it's existing clients or, or prospective clients we speak to. And they say, oh, especially last year, oh, things aren't yep. going well. Yep. What should we do? What, what should what? we be changing? What should we be adjusting to, to the portfolio? And that's a very natural inclination yep. because in almost every other facet of our life, it is the right thing to do when things aren't going wrong. You, you got to change things. You got to adjust things. But in investing, it's very counterintuitive where... If to start with, if you have a good, solid portfolio, you're following, there's a rules-based approach to it, it's diversified, asset classes are right, mm -hmm. then when things are wrong, you should not do anything. No. In fact, that's when you'll make the worst decisions, and it could lead to things like performance chasing, where you'll just buy another fund based upon what's doing well um, at that point. Yeah, the, I mean, we know ahead of time. There's going to be volatility in the market. We know that. Not maybe. We know for sure. Matter of fact, we tell that to our client. This is going to happen for sure. We build a portfolio around that. It's long-term money. You don't need that money this year or next year or the year after. So it doesn't really matter what happens in a year time frame. So you're absolutely right. Uh, we know this is going to happen, but that's the one of the worst things you can ask yourself. Okay, things have gone down. We knew they were going to go down. Should we change something? The answer nine times out of 10 is no. Your portfolio is consistent with your risk tolerance. Keep things as they are. And that's a great segue into number five of the 10 surefire ways to ruin your financial future. And that is equate volatility with risk. Oh boy, well, this is very misconstrued by I think the great, great majority of investors, the great majority. I mean, how many times do we have uh, clients coming to us and say, well, I, I don't want risk in my portfolio. Okay. What does risk mean? Risk means 100 different things to 100 different people. And after 32 years in this business, I know that's absolutely true. That's where before you put your portfolio together, you need to ask the right questions. What does risk mean to you? Does that mean you never want your money to go down even over one day? Or does that mean you're willing to accept some downside for one year? And if so, how much 
In other words, how much, one of the questions that we use, Will, right, is how much drop in your portfolio values will make you so uncomfortable that you really are going to want to change part or all of your portfolio. And that's the number that you want to be very careful of. But of course, then there's the other side, right, Will? Because people, we're all human beings. We tend to say one thing and maybe do something else when that actually happens. That's right. <laughs> Again, and that's because we're emotional. So what we find, you know, clients will sit down, they'll establish that downside risk. And by the way, just going back to risk and volatility, I would define them the way I've always defined them, that volatility is the normal ups and downs in the market that will happen. Risk is that if you buy into something that's speculative, where there's a real chance that, hey, this could go to zero or this could drop 90% and never, you know, when you're buying small penny stocks or, or IPOs, things, like that, there's real risk in those. However, if you're buying the World Bank, I don't think that much risk in the World Bank yeah. going to zero. Or, or especially, Paul, even just a big diversified portfolio. Like if you're buying an index fund, for example, there's going to be volatility in there, but you know it'll come back after a while. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a good way of I look, uh, the way we ask the clients. that You know, if you're buying a major bank, are you worried about it going to zero? And they go, oh, no. But you know those banks can go up and down 20%, 30% a year. Down too, yeah. but you're not worried about losing your money. So anyway, just quickly, let's summarize the first five ways, which are according to Dr. David Crosby, the surefire ways to ruin your retirement. First one is ignore the impacts of your behavior, which are the most important ones, as far as I'm concerned. Next thing is trusting your gut rather than reality. The next thing, living for today, plan for later. Number three or number four, do as much as possible in your portfolio. In other words, start changing it as much as you can. And number five, equating volatility with risk. So that's today's Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. We're going to talk about the next five, the 10 surefire ways to ruin your retirement. And William, you know, if people want to get, to get a link to Dr. Crosby's webinar or his one-page sheet, how do they do that? Send us an email at uh, info at westendwealth.com. Info at westendwealth.com. So thanks for listening, everyone. And we want to mention, of course, next week again, part two of this. And also want to mention you if you are next, the if you like what you're hearing here, uh, by all means, subscribe to us. So you make sure you don't miss any additions. Rate us. Well, only rate us if you want to say something good. And of course, pass it on. You know, pass our link on anyone else who you think might be worthwhile and of course if you yourself you what we're talking about makes you think you know maybe i'm not going on the right path send us an email at info at westendwealth.com and say you know hey guys i'd like to maybe chat with you for five ten minutes and see if you can help us out take care everyone we'll see you Thanks, all next everyone. week bye-bye bye now This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
or wherever you find your podcasts.